Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. I think we're on. Talking about raw milk today, everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy. This is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking, and this week we're covering where to find raw milk and also the legality of it. Like, what are the legal ways to purchase it? Um, We love raw milk, so I'm excited to have you here to talk about this today. If you're listening to this live or later, the show notes are ready for you. AskWardy.tv, just look for episode 93, Where to Find Raw Milk. And we do gather here every week, same time, same place. But if you miss it, you can always catch it later. So love it that you're here live or listening later. And everything's ready for you to review at askwardy.tv. You may have noticed, uh, if you've been around a while, that we love raw milk. We call for it in our recipes. We prefer to use it when culturing. Um, If you can't get it, this is not meant to be a guilt trip for you. If you can't afford it, it's not meant to be a guilt trip for you. But we're gonna talk today about where to find it because that's what comes up whenever I mention raw milk. In the comments, they'll just be filled with, where can I find raw milk? Where can I get raw milk? And so that's what I wanna cover for you today, well as to talk about um, the legality of it. There's lots of reasons that we prefer raw milk. So we love it because it's healthy. Um, It's way better than conventional grocery store milk. It also gives us this beautiful feeling of participating in an age-old, just slow-world, old-fashioned farming practice. There's just a lot of beauty in it. And when we work with our local farmers to get our milk, or at times when we used to milk ourselves, because we did, um, it was just part of being part of this beautiful process. So raw milk is much more than an ingredient to us. It's our health, and it's a beautiful practice. And I hope that you all today will be sharing that with me, if not now, then at the end when we're, when we're done talking about this today. So the issue is when I talk about raw milk, people say, where can I find it? And um, that can be difficult. Currently today, as of today's broadcast, raw milk is legal to acquire or buy in 42 of the 50 United States and you know the rest of the world varies. So that's great, but it's also sad because of course we want anybody anywhere to be able legally to buy raw milk. So in those places where you can buy raw milk legally, it might not be readily apparent where to go to get it. Um, You might have to do some digging, asking around, but it can be found, at least in those states um, where it's legal, and I wanna share today some resources to help you do that. Okay, so um, we are gonna go into the question. It's not actually a question from anyone in particular, it's just a question that keeps coming up, so I figured I would do a podcast on it to answer it uh, definitively, and then to be able to point all of you and future questioners to this resource in the future. Where can I find raw milk? Okay, so the answer, really I have about four steps to share with you today, and then we're gonna talk about some legal issues. 
So first, let's just start practically speaking. If you decided you wanted to get into raw milk to buy it um, for whatever your reasons are, where would you start? So the first place I'm gonna have you start is the Real Milk Finder at uh, realmilk.com. And there's a link with this video or this recording so you can follow it. Or you can go to realmilk.com and you can click Real Milk Finder. And there you will see um, links for if you need to go to another country besides the US or you will see links for every state in the United States and you click on one and then it's going to give you a listing of it's kind of like a directory of people or farms or producers that have chosen to have their listing there and you can review them you can see if any might be suitable or close to you often they're organized like by by county or area of the state so you kind of have to go to your state and then zero into your area of the state, your county, and then look through the listings that are there. They give details about whether it's goats or cows or both and their feeding practices or pasture practices. Um, they give contact information. So that's where you'd start. And if you find anything that looks promising, then you would be taking the next step, but I'm still on you know, my step number one here, but you'd be contacting them to ask your questions. And you might have questions about feeding or management or grazing, if it's 100% grass-fed, if it's some grain, um, you might want to know if it's heritage breeds like Jerseys or if it's Holsteins or what kind of goats they have, you know, depending on what your situation is, you may have some questions. Now, I may be throwing you for a loop here and you might be going, but I don't even know what questions to ask. Well, we have a link for you with these show notes or Millie's pasting it on Facebook of questions to ask your milk farmer. So we're gonna guide you through some of the issues we think you should be aware of and um, questions to ask if the information is not readily available. Another option you have is to visit the farm. And many farmers, if you get to that point, would welcome you at least during certain hours, maybe not 24 seven, but they have certain hours where they say, come on by for milking or whatever. So you can get to know them and actually see, um, see their dairy farming in practice. So that's step number one is to check out the Real Milk Finder. Unfortunately, the Real Milk Finder is not exhaustive. And I know that some farms um, are not listed there. Maybe they don't know about it. Maybe they have chosen not to list themselves there for whatever reason, like maybe they don't want it to be public knowledge. Um, so it's not exhaustive. So if you can find something there, that's great. But you might have to move on to number two, my second resource for you. Hopefully everybody's doing great in the comments. Be sure to let Millie know if you need anything. So your step number two is to reach out to your local chapter of the Weston A. Price Foundation. Now, Weston A. Price Foundation is the, the nonprofit foundation that is behind the whole nourishing traditions movement that was started by Sally Fallon Morrell. She's the president. And the Weston A. Price chapter has, Weston A. Price Foundation has chapters all over the world. And um, every chapter leader it's like just part of the traditional cooking, traditional food community to have a love for artisan food producers and raw milk is one of those things. So chapter leaders have, um, they have their pulse on their area and they know who's producing, at least they try to. So if you reach out to the leader of your local chapter, they may have a directory that might be more complete than the one at the, raw, at the Real Milk Finder or they just know some things that maybe aren't public knowledge. So you want to reach out and say, where can I get raw milk? And they may have a lead for you that you wouldn't find publicly. Um, and some will probably be, you know, available publicly, some not. You just never know. 
Okay, so that's your option number two. Your option number three um, is to ask like-minded folks in your area if they know of raw milk, if maybe they're producing it or buying it, they have a source, so just ask around. If you're new to the area, then hit up your health food store, your co-ops, your homeschool groups, wherever you know that people like us <laughs> hang out, that's where you go and just ask. Hey, where can I get raw milk? And one person, they might say, I don't know, but you know who would? And they'll tell you about that person. So ask around. Ask around just locally in these little kind of, um, what would you say? Hippie networks? <laughs> we're not really hippies, but you know we're natural-minded folks, so we tend to support each other. Um, quick story on that. We have a friend um, in Arizona. Hi there and she's visiting family near where we live so she's may still be here anyway she's come to indianapolis and she reached out to me a couple several weeks beforehand and said we're coming to the area warty where can i get grass-fed beef raw milk kefir you know all these kind of traditional food staples and i knew just where to send her because the place where we get our raw milk um, homestead heritage they have it all and so she connected with them, came to the area, and they loaded up, and so they had just the right kind of food they needed. So that was just a temporary thing, but that's an example of how it can work. Um, if you're in an area, new to an area, and you wanna see what's available, ask somebody who might know. Okay, so number four is, <laughs> I hesitate to say this one, but you know what? It could work for some people, it did for us, okay? is get your own dairy goat or your own dairy cow. <laughs> and I say that only half kidding because seriously, that's what comes to for many people. They want raw milk, they believe in the health benefits, um, and there's even benefits beyond that like we were talking about. There's having your children um, grow up in an environment where they know where their food comes from and they're actively participating in it. Um, there's having fresh milk just like right out your door every day rather than having to acquire it and drive several hours. So there may be very good reasons if you have land and the ability to do that, that you get your own dairy goat or dairy cow. When our family was introduced to nourishing traditions many years ago when we read about the mixed farm and we had been dairy free for a long time because of allergies, um, we, we just fell in love with the idea of raw milk. I mean, it was, it was a foreign concept to us, maybe to you the idea of raw milk, um, and at least it was a foreign concept to me, it probably wasn't to my husband. And Nourishing Traditions opened our eyes, and there was nobody around us that we knew of, that we could find, or that we could afford. I don't remember the exact reasons. Um, so we said, well, let's do it ourselves. And so we got dairy goats. Then we got dairy cow, um, and our cow was actually very difficult and completely wore me out. So if we'd had another cow, it may not have been the same experience, but after 18 months we sold her and we participated in a herd share and we've done that kind of thing ever since. So yeah, it's an option for you. Get your own. Milk your own animal. So that is kind of a summary of the four steps I would recommend if you want to find raw milk. Is you go to the Real Milk Finder, first step. Second would be your local chapter of the Weston A. Price Foundation. Third would be ask around locally, and fourth would be get your own dairy animal. 
some of them very reasonable steps to make and one of them may be a little more extreme, but for the right person, it could be the right thing. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the ways to buy raw milk though. And I wanna show you a map, which you will also see at the um, show notes, askwardy.tv. It's an interactive state-by-state -state review of raw milk laws map. So it's got all the states and it has color-coded for which laws are active in what state. So you can kind of just at a glance find your state and see what kind of um, raw milk laws are on the books, okay? And by the way, the picture I've just shown you and the picture that's askwardy.tv is a screenshot. So this is the beginning of October 2017. So if laws change down the road, you're gonna wanna follow the link to the actual interactive map at the Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Association um, to see an up-to-date map, okay? And we have the links for you right at askwardy.tv. So, but what you'll see on that map is that there's various legal ways to buy raw milk. And we, of course, advocate that you do this legally. Um, nothing illegal. We do believe that raw milk should be legal. Um, and, and for many of us, there are legal ways to do it. And of course, that's what we advocate. So the laws vary from state to state and some and even country. So it really depends on where you live and the laws of the land. So again, check out that map. But here are the common ways to buy raw milk. And I've got f um, four of them for you, really. Um, and some, some states may have multiple ways that you can purchase raw milk, some of them just one. So first would be farm sales. So you are showing up at the farm to purchase your raw milk. So in that, in that state or in that region, it is legal to purchase raw milk right at the farm. Okay, and we used to live in Oregon, and in Oregon, um, you could do this, and I don't know if it's changed or not, but you could do this just to individuals. Like, we had a, um, we had a dairy cow, and we could have sold our milk to friends and family if they came to the farm to pick it up and buy it, but we were limited by, it, it, we couldn't have a large-scale operation. We could have, like, I don't remember the numbers. There's, we could have so many goats or so many cows, and if we went over, it wasn't legal anymore. Okay, so this farm sales, kind of legal farm sales in your state may have some provisions, like it can only be a certain number of animals, it can only be word of mouth, no, like, no public advertising. There's certain conditions that pertain state to state, but that's the idea of farm sales. Okay, other states, retail sales of raw milk is legal. So there may be licensing involved, there may be like permitting and inspections involved, but raw milk can be produced and sold in stores. So retail sales are legal. Uh, third, herd share. So a herd share is a very creative um, and really cool thing, I think. So in a herd share, you've got, um, you've got a farmer who owns dairy animals and you as the consumer are buying a share of that animal. Okay, so like $75, $100 purchasing that animal. And then you're paying weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, depending on how they set it up, for the upkeep and maintenance of the, that animal. So like to, to keep it healthy, to keep it fed. So you're actually participating in the ownership and care of the animal, and that's where your money goes. And in exchange, the farmer gives you back a share of the milk. and Whatever you buy into it um, helps d determine the share you get back. So it might be a gallon a week or two gallons a month or a half a gallon, depending on how much you put into the animal. That's what's called a herd share. And of course, you could have shares in multiple animals if you need 
like a lot of milk for your family. So that's how a herd share works. Pet food only is the final uh, thing that I wanna cover, and that is where raw milk is not legal for human consumption, but it is legal for like cat and dog food, and so it is labeled accordingly. So this is an example. Um, in Indiana, we have pet food only laws, and so at the bottom here, it says not for human consumption. So it's pet food only, only and it's labeled accordingly, okay? And at the time of this writing, as I said, you can acquire milk legally in the United States in 42 of 50 states. We want it to be more. So, you know, all of us do our part to advocate for raw milk. Raw milk is actually very healthy, um, very safe if it's done well. And I'm not covering that in this episode, but there are um, links with this episode at Ask Wardy TV if you're interested in more information about the safety and health of raw milk. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our milk sources. So back in Oregon, we first, when we first decided we wanted to have raw milk, we got dairy goats, then we got a cow, then we participated in two different herd shares. One of them is out of um, Cottage Grove, our friends Joe and Cammie Bray of Wholesome Family Farm. So if you're in the Eugene area, that might be an option for you. That was wonderful milk. Then we switched to a herd share program that was a little bit closer to where we lived near uh, the Roseburg area. And um, that was, wonderful milk as well. It was a family milking a couple cows and we participated in their herd share. And now in Indiana we're purchasing pet food only raw Jersey cow milk from Homestead Heritage out of Kokomo and they actually partner with a dairy farm. It's Grass Point Dairy. So Homestead Heritage does the chickens and the pastured pork and the grass-fed beef and Grass Point Dairy is doing the dairy operation and they kind of um, well, Homestead Heritage handles a lot of the farm sales for all of the um, products that are produced. Grass Point Dairy may be doing their own sales too, I don't know, but we do get it through Homestead Heritage and I highly recommend them. They're an Amish family farm in Kokomo, so if you're in this area, uh, check them out. They have, um, you can purchase at the farm during their business hours, but they also do farmer's market and other stops um, on the weekends. So maybe there's a, maybe there's a drop point or a, um, actually what they have is a refrigerated trailer with freezers and they have all their stuff right there and they bring it to different locations and we meet them at one location every week. We actually drive an hour round trip every week to get our supply of um, milk and pastured pork and pastured chicken depending on what we're buying that week so we just love them. So that is kind of how raw milk works, where to find it, the legality of it. You definitely want to check out the links at askwardy.tv and check out that interactive map if you want to see what it's like in your state. You can go to the Real Milk Finder as well to see what laws um, and what pertains to your area, whether you're in the U.S. or other countries. Um, again, we are so, so thrilled that people love raw milk as much as, as much as we do, and we want to do everything we can to just keep a good name going so that more and more people can have access to it. If you don't have it in your state, I am so sorry. Um, we, we pray that that situation would be resolved and that one day you would be able to acquire raw milk. I wanna mention to everyone here that if you haven't yet um, grabbed my recipe that's highly related here, which is how to make thick raw milk yogurt, please do that. There's a link with this video or you can go to uh, tradcookschool.com slash free yogurt where free yogurt is all one word 
This recipe is very special because most yogurt recipes call for pasteurizing of the milk. So you might start with raw milk, but you have to pasteurize it and then cool it down and then culture it in order to have thick yogurt. If you were to skip the pasteurizing step, you would end up with thin yogurt. Well, my recipe has a special ingredient, it's a healthy ingredient, that you add so that you don't have to pasteurize the milk and you end up with thick raw milk yogurt. It's a fabulous, easy recipe. You can do it in a dehydrator, in a cooler, your Instant Pot. Um, again, that's tradcookschool.com slash free yogurt. Here's just a quick picture of starting to make it pouring the mixture in jars. It's very easy, so grab that. Um, and also, you know, we've been talking about beautiful things like farming and raw milk, and whether or not you're milking the animals yourself or you're going out of your way, like we do and many of us, to support small raw dairy producers. You know, we might be spending more money, driving more miles, taking more time out of our week to support this. Well, that means that you, if you're part of that, you, like us, are big believers in old-fashioned living, simple living, and things that are handmade. We are, and I, I think you are too. And so that, that's why I want to bring to your attention today um, this new book by my friend Melissa Norris. You may know her because we've talked about her before. It's called Handmade. It's a beautiful book. The subtitle is The Modern Guide to Made from Scratch Living, and it's brand new, and I'm mentioning it because it's a beautiful little book, and it was, it's just released. Um, and it's a beautiful book, and Melissa goes through, and she has family heritage recipes. She gives Depression-era tips, so if you're frugal or handmade or DIY, you're gonna find very simple recipes and lots of tips for making things go farther and making things more simple. And the book covers a lot of handmade things. And my favorite areas are where she talks about sourdough and where she talks about cultured foods. So they're great little chapters on that. And I wanna bring your attention to those chapters of handmade, so if you're interested in the book, definitely go to those. And for a limited time, Melissa is giving um, a set of masterclass videos away as a bonus with your purchase of handmade. So we have the process of redeeming those bonuses for you at askwardy.tv, but it's very simple. You purchase her book, Handmade, and I have a link for you at askwardy.tv, um, and then you go to a special page to claim her bonus masterclass videos. And there's eight of them, I mean, sorry, three of them. One is how to make a sourdough starter from scratch, and she's also got recipes for fry bread, pie crust tortillas and yes even bread so you get some sourdough freebies there so check that out if you like us love a handmade life and i think you'll really love it thanks everyone for joining me um, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart and i hope it is for you too and i hope you found it helpful so if you're interested in raw milk or you're moving that you've got some good resources now for how to acquire it in your area and you also have a better understanding of the legality of it um, and it's just our prayer that you will be able to find it and that in doing so, your life will be enriched and the families of those who are taking part in producing it and going to great lengths to offer a healthy quality food for all of us, that they would be supported as well. It's just a win-win because so many people um, on a small scale but in very real ways are supported in this just beautiful life, this beautiful healthy life that we wanna live. Okay, well that's a wrap for Ask Wardy. You'll find all the notes at askwardy.tv. Look for episode 93, also all the links that I've mentioned today. You can also find instructions there for submitting your question to a future episode 
of Ask Wardy. I love your questions and the queue is ready for you. So please do submit those questions. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you back again right here next week, same time or at the notes, askwardy.tv. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.